getting really weird. You now have possible threats against Twitter from, well, everyone, including the White House. What does this actually say about the state of freedom of speech in this country? I mean, these are these are some big, big picture question things. I'll tell you, Elon Musk could not have gotten this company fast enough. I know he paid more than he wanted to. I told you he'd have to, by the way. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the program. It's so good to have you here. We're going to talk about that. A few other things, including China and the overall inflationary picture, which reminds me, I want to encourage you right now, if you missed it, to go to LegacyPMInvestments.com slash Trish, my name today, LegacyPMInvestments.com slash Trish, because I want you to sign up for our next live event. We had a fabulous discussion today. I heard from so many of you and I, I keep joking about this, but it's totally true. I have the smartest listeners in this business. I mean, the, the, depth of knowledge from all of you, the, the broad knowledge that you have about the world and the economy and the political atmosphere we're currently living in. It is truly impressive. I so enjoyed speaking with you. So if you missed it, make sure you go and you sign up so that I make sure that you are there and you get the invite totally free, by the way, for the next one, LegacyPMInvestments.com. Portions of today's show are brought to you by the company. If you want to invest in gold today, Give them a ring, 1-866-589-0560, 1-866-589-0560. But let's get to this story because Elon Musk is coming out with like bombshell after bombshell. Uh, he announced this week that Apple has threatened to, quote, withhold the social media platform from its app store. Wow. Uh, but is, is not willing to provide an explanation as to why. I mean, that would be kind of a big deal, right? Didn't they do that with Parler? Remember that one? With Parler, if any of you are still over on there, I mean, I have like millions of followers on Parler. Oh, okay. Somebody's crying. I know he wants his, he wants his food. Is that you, Fluffy? <laughs> See who's behind me right there? This is my little guy. Okay, hang on one second. Hang on. <laughs> I'm back with my pal, my little guy. This is my dog, Fluffy. And if you're listening to this on Spotify or on Apple iTunes. I encourage you right now to uh, to go over and check him out on my Rumble channel or on my YouTube channel because this is one that you got to see. He gets a little he gets a little nervous around the big cameras and the lights and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, this is Fluffy, and he likes to have a little bit of attention. That's why he was whining in the background. If you heard it, and I went and got him, and I it was a great opportunity to tell you about Rough Greens, which I was going to save until after the Elon Musk thing. But I want to just point that out in light of this guy getting a little bit hungry. Rough Greens is a supplement that I found for him that has just been wonderful. It is tremendous. It gives him all his nutrients, all his vitamins, all his digestive enzymes. I just put a little bit of this on his food every day and he loves it. He absolutely loves it. It makes everything taste better. So that comes in handy as well. Anyway, Fluffy wanted to tell you about that because it was started by a friend of mine, a former army ranger actually named Dr. Dennis Black. He's a naturopathic doctor who is so focused on health and wellness and wanted to do the same thing for his pets and now wants to ensure that every dog in America has an opportunity to really get all the nutrients they deserve for a long and healthy and happy life. And you'll feel better knowing that your dog is eating so well. I certainly do. So go check them out. Dr. Black has a very special offer for fans of the program going on right now. You can get a free trial bag of Rough Greens. If you go and sign up, all you have to do is pay for shipping. It's roughgreens.com 
roughgreens.com. I'll tell you, this guy was a really picky eater. And now he's very happy. He's very happy and he's very healthy. And so it's worth you knowing about. And uh, yeah, he's probably going to stay here for the rest of the show. So I hope you're patient. Anyway, let's get to business here because the uh, the owner, the new owner of Twitter, I did tell you, by the way, that he would wind up owning that company. Did I not? The new owner of Twitter is saying that Apple is is pulling some kind of dicey moves. He He said that they are threatening to take Twitter off the App Store. And you couple that together with what we saw out of the White House spokesperson this week, and it might make you a little bit nervous because she reiterated a couple of times that they are looking at Twitter because because Karine Jean-Pierre said that we need to be watching them very closely in light of the fears about misinformation, false information. And Elon Musk has been pretty upfront about this. I mean, he he was like, you got to be kidding me. Like, why is the media totally against the idea of free speech? Why do they have to control the narrative? They seem to be very threatened by the likes of somebody like him. And now DeSantis, who's vying for his spot in 2024, is getting into the picture because he's now saying that if this, in fact, is the case, it is something that should merit, quote, a response from the U.S. Congress. We don't know entirely what Apple is saying about this, but it's concerning enough only because, again, we saw it happen with other apps like Parler. And I think it has happened with Gab and some of these. I mean, I don't even know if they were ever even allowed on the platform on the App Store. And that's of some concern, understandably, because, hey, that App Store is kind of important, right? I mean, if you ask me, this is really an antitrust issue because why is there only really two? big app stores, right? One for Android phones, one for Apple phones out there. And if you're not on these actual platforms as a company, then you don't entirely exist. And that's limiting our free market enterprise that we are. So this brings into question a whole lot of issues. I mean, certainly free speech is a a very big one and an important question for our time, for sure. I mean, because you should be able to, to voice things and yet you can't. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. You can't because they'll shut you down so darn fast. And that's worrisome. I mean, at what point do we become no better than China? Speaking of China, you see what's going on there in China in the streets and all these protests. This is really remarkable because this is a society that is so under the thumb of Xi Jinping. But, you know, any society at any point is really going to start to push back when they can't live their lives with any kind of sense of normalcy. I mean, look at what's happened over there with this constant, constant shutdown. I made the point very early on that we couldn't afford to shut down as an economy. We had to be thoughtful and we had to be measured in in our response. I, I think it was a mistake to shut the entire country down as we did in March 2020. And I think that there were far better ways that we could have gone about all of this because you need a strong economy and you need a vital economy in order to fight things like this. So ideally, you protect the people that need to be protected and and you take as many measures as you can to ensure that, but you also have to be realistic. And in China right now, they're not being realistic. I mean, here we are, right? Because the people could only take so much. And I think the Biden administration figured that out pretty quickly. And they had 2024 coming up. Well, now 
Xi Jinping is going to kind of deal with this public that is saying, wait a second, we, this is not right because, because the regime can just shut us down, right? We wouldn't like that, Fluffy, would we? He's still here. Again, if you're listening on audio, <laughs> this little guy is just the best. So the, these are big, big, big problems. And I would just say that we should think long and hard about where we are because I want to make sure that we don't wind up like that. I want to make sure that we don't one day turn into a China or a North Korea. And when you limit one's freedom of speech, you are, in fact, really threatening the essence of what we have as a democracy. I mean, freedom of speech is, is really so critical to that. This is going to really be, I think, the question of our time. So my, my hat goes off to Elon in this endeavor. Again, not to, to rub it in, but I did tell you that this deal would close. Did I not for 5420 a share? Only because it had to. The, the sort of Delaware court system was riding on it. But what's interesting is how the system, the elites are turning so quickly on him to the point where now they are trying to really mute the platform by possibly, and we'll see what happens, possibly even taking it off the Apple store. If this is the case, he did exactly the right thing. He did what needed to be done because this is possibly a real issue on the antitrust front. That's proof of a monopoly. I mean, really, and I know this, this case has, has gone before the video ca gaming company brought it forward um, and others have addressed this issue. It needs to be dealt with. On the financial front, as I said, we had a great discussion today about inflation. I think it's going to continue on. I think that the Fed, everybody's watching, of course, Jerome Powell very, very carefully, but I think that the Fed is really not going to have a choice but to continue its aggressive interest rate stance. It's, it's frankly not aggressive enough from my standpoint, only because I'm looking at the inflation that we have today. If you look at this on an orange to orange basis or apples to apples basis, what you find is that inflation is much more like what we had in the early 1980s. In other words, when you use the same metrics that they used back in the early 80s, you find, you know, we're right there. We're like 15, 16% inflation. So what happened then? Paul Volcker stepped in. You had a major effort there and a coordination, frankly, because I, I don't think he could have done it without Ronald Reagan going for it. And so that was a a testament to the leadership of Reagan as well, that they were able to come in there and actively move on interest rates in a very aggressive way. You don't have that happening right now. And thus there's so much money and then there's going to be more. I mean, look, if, if Joe Biden has his way, we'll be giving out 10 and $20,000 checks to anybody who ever wanted to go to college. And you know what that's going to do? It's going to cost more than to go to college. The other thing that the administration already announced or rather the uh, federal entities, Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, they're actually going to raise how much the maximum size of home mortgage loans could be that would be guaranteed by the federal government. And it's going to jump to almost $1.1 million, $1,089,300 next year in some expensive markets. And that would be up from $970,000 this year. So according to the Federal Housing Finance Agency, and they're thinking is, oh, well, you just need to, you need to raise the amount that we can guarantee when people borrow this money because housing prices have gone up so much. So what do you really think this is going to do? Right? What, what, do you, what do you, buddy, think that this is going to do, right, Fluffy? What do you think it's going to do when you 
When you put more money into the system and say, hey, have at it, we're going to lend you more and we are going to guarantee that this money gets paid back. Well, it means the prices will go up even more and it becomes this vicious cycle. And all they want to do is feed this cycle so that they can get elected again. And if they have a housing crisis because people can't get as much mortgage, well, then that would be really problematic, right, for them and their and their ability to continue their own careers. So, you know, I, I don't think that this is the way to go. I think free money is always a disaster. And I think that the whole college loan situation and crisis and the inflation within that sector proves it. And now they want to make sure that people can afford more homes. Well, you know what? Home prices are going to keep going up. This is just a mess. It is a total mess. And it's why you really need to be thoughtful about taking care of yourself and your portfolio. It's why I encourage you to keep listening to this show. I encourage you sign up for that event. You know what? You can also go to my website to make sure that you get those invitations. And that's trishintel.com. Again, trishintel.com, my website. I will make sure that you get the invite again, all free. And we can talk about this with the experts in greater detail. But yeah, we got inflation and we got a market that's going to continue to, I think, be very, very choppy because while there's been some optimism, and while they're typically in the you know last few weeks of the year, often is what they call that window dressing for portfolios, I still think the fundamentals aren't there. And when you're so lacking in fundamentals and you combine that with a crypto crisis and you combine that with a Federal Reserve that just keeps raising rates, that, that means you're going to have fundamental problems. And so the, uh, the stock market is still, in my estimation anyway, certainly on some of the more risky tech stocks looking still dicey. And uh, again, I'm not a financial advisor. I I say this only from my perspective as a journalist and my own individual perspective. The one silver lining in all of this is that, hey, maybe, maybe you can actually start making some money on those things that were so, so lousy for years. And, And that would be bonds, right? I mean, hey, the one plus is that you might be able to buy a treasury again and, and hang on to it and, and actually make something for the next two years. We'll see. Anyway, great to have you here again. As always, it was great for so many of you to tune into that live discussion today with Charles Thorngren from Legacy Precious Metals. I love having you here. Let's keep the conversation going. Go to my website, trishintel.com. Sign up so that you are invited to the next one. And I'll see you tomorrow. Hey, I think there's a soccer game going on, huh? Go USA. Mm-hmm. <laughs>